Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. All right. One hour down, four more to go. Vic Monagle here with you, 877-337-6666. Hanging out with you until 5 o'clock, as I said. We got Fleegs and Jack on the other side. Jack's training this week. See how it goes. I'm feeling fairly optimistic about it. I got a little bit of a stare right there. Oh, it went right through me. Jack's intimidating. Everything's great, Jack. I'm very excited about it. You're willing to come help me uh, get in uh, in the uh, in the elevator bank? I'm, we're cool, Jack. We are cool. All right. 877-337-6666. I'm getting it on Twitter, and I've gotten it from a couple calls. And I don't. I'm, we're not going to change the subject yet. we got five hours. You guys want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. But the, the, feeling, the feeling I'm getting is that a lot of people want to call me up and tell me Belichick's not that good. I'm, I'm, I'm puzzled by it. i got to be totally honest with you. I mean, we are talking about Bill Belichick, right? I understand Tom Brady's great. I understand. And then, sure, when he left, they struggled. They did make the playoffs with Mac Jones, but they have struggled. And the last two years have been bad. This year, really bad. They also got devastated by injuries on defense, and yet still, for a stretch, even at the end of the season, gave up like 50 points in four games. I had been, you know, really good defensively. I don't think there's any doubt he can coach defense. He needs a, he needs a legitimate quarterback, no doubt. Everybody does. It's hard to win in this league without one. And he's by no means an offensive guru. He's a defensive guy. But we are now going to dismiss Bill Belichick and focus on his record with the Cleveland Browns. We're going to focus on the idea that him and Mac Jones weren't able to get back into the playoffs. I mean, okay. I'm I'm baffled by it. I'm baffled by it. And I'm starting to get that feeling that we're thinking about that, which is weird. Uh, Bill in Long Beach. If you don't want him as the Giants head coach, or or if you for your head coach at all, period. If you if you're an Atlanta Falcons fan and don't want him, I I think you're crazy. But okay, let's hear it. Bill in Long Beach. What's up, Bill? You're on the fan. Hey, Mac. How you doing tonight? Good. How are you, buddy? I'm hanging in there. Um, hey, listen on this Belichick thing. If I have it right, I think he's been head or he was head coach uh, for the Patriots for about 23 years. I think maybe 24. Um, um. Yeah, let me double check that. But yeah, something like that. Yeah, uh, nine Super Bowl appearances years. during that time. Correct. Yeah, Twenty-four nine years, Super Bowl nine Super Bowl appearances, six victories. Yes. Um, you want to give me a coach that is making the Super Bowl almost half of the time that he's head coach? Yeah. That's that's that. I mean, do we need to argue about this? I don't. Do I, I didn't. That, I was unaware there would be an argument about it. I, I, I thought the argument would be stop, Chris, stop with this Giants need to draft a quarterback crap and using Bill Belichick as a reason for it. Like, that's what I was expecting. I wasn't expecting who the hell wants Bill Belichick. That I was not expecting. And I'm getting no, a little no, bit of it. I'm getting a little bit of it. 
to that last caller was talking about, oh, he shouldn't have had three of those wins. Okay. He's still three and three in Super Bowl. <laughs> and and we're tonight. Super Bowl. Well, ex- of course. Exactly right. Exactly right. And yes, uh, there's no should have, shouldn't have. You want to go back and look at all the different, let's be honest. I mean, come on. That's like saying, well, Bill, people go, oh, Parcells is a better co- co- uh, coach too. Well, Bill Parcells should have lost that second Super Bowl if a kick went through the uprights. I mean, should we take that away from him? Because uh, wide right? I mean, like, that's the game. It happens. Like, you know, yeah, so. And if you know. There is. A, it, it's not just the Falcons blowing that. No, I'm sorry too. That's uh, we were just talking about this, talking over people. I'll work on it. But like you, you, you could easily. On one hand, yes, the Falcons blew the game, and if they had a better game plan, they should have won it easy. But it takes two to tango. The Patriots did have to come back and win that football game. I mean, do they get no credit for it? Like, th- yes, they should have never thrown the ball, Seattle. They should have handed the ball to Lynch. You still got to make the interception, and he put his team in a position to understand the read and jump the play and make the interception that won the. Super Bowl, do they get no credit for it? Just because the other team had a blunder, that could have easily just been an incomplete pass instead of a game-winning interception. Like, you know, you you got, it takes two, and Belichick has been to nine Super Bowls and won six of them. I mean, right. Yeah, and, you know, you talk about, um, you know, the success he's had, and this is a guy who's notorious for an expression, no days off. You know, mm-hmm. 365, people right. talk about his attitude with the media. But, you know, if you, if you know too much about a little bit about him, he's a big believer in stoicism, ancient Roman philosophy uh, that effectively is who he is. It's about a system, putting in place a system, a system no days off, 365, to right. try to just put yourself in a position to win. Right. That doesn't mean you will win. You will need some luck, but you're working it day in, day out. And I would argue that nine Super Bowls in 24 years is a proof that he's he's doing the right. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess I guess a lot of people feel like Tom Brady is the only reason for that. I I I mean, I know. Listen, I know Tom Brady went and thank you for the call, uh, Bill. I'm with you, and I understand that Tom Brady went and won a Super Bowl with 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 the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So that's now it's even easier to say, well, hey, look, even without Belichick, Brady won a Super Bowl, and he certainly did. Um, I think that team was it was hand chosen. It was a good team. Had a very good defense. It had offensive weapons. He didn't step into some lousy team and and turn them around. He went to a very good team that should have been in the playoffs if not for Jameis Winston throwing forty six picks or whatever it was. So like, I I I understand. And Brady is phenomenal and tr- and a great quarterback, arguably the greatest ever, and or inarguably he's pretty much considered the greatest quarterback of all time. Fine, but I mean the idea that Belichick had nothing to do with it, or that if you look at his Cleveland record, and then I made comments of other coaches who've been successful, and you got excuses. You got uh, other quarterbacks who've only won with Super Bowls, and you get you know, well, you mentioned Chuck Noll. Chuck Noll did win with this one, and uh, you know Lombardi, uh, Bart Starr wasn't very good without him, and you know, well, Bill, you know, they were on crappy teams. That's why. That's why he got the job. And he turned around the quarterback, yeah, but you know, now Bart Starr wasn't any good. Now Bart, so, I mean, you're picking and choosing. Oh, well, that he made the quarterback there. And, oh, and Andy Reid still got to Super Bowl with Donovan McNabb. Yeah, Donovan McNabb was a, was a, a Pro Bowl quarterback. Donovan McNabb was a damn good player. I mean, he wasn't a bum. He didn't have, you know, Bill Belichick did win 11 games with Matt Castle. Is this getting similar to the Brady-Montana argument? Like, you're better off 
lose, uh, not making the game than making the game and losing it? I guess, yeah, maybe. Something like that. Like John Hart, we all think Harbaugh's an incredible coach, and he right. is. In the Ravens, in 15 years, he's been to the Super Bowl and won it once. Right. You can't argue it. He went to nine Super Bowls. I don't care who his quarterback is. He went to nine Super Bowls. And we say 24 years, but that's the whole tenure. He went to nine in the first, like, what, 18 or 19? Right. No, I mean, it's it's incredible. It's an incredible run. I don't care who the quarterback is. It's not easy to do. And he went to eight straight conference championship games. He was in the – and he had two different runs, really. He had the early run where they won those – the the – the three championships in four years or whatever it was, and then they went and kind of had a lull where the Ravens beat them a couple times, and they had a lull. The Jets beat them in the playoffs, and then they had a resurgence and were in the Super Bowl every single stinking year. I mean, come on. Let's not knock Bill Belichick here. I I, I just I don't get it. I'm still getting it on Twitter. I don't understand. Uh, what have you done for me lately? Under 500 without Brady, yours truly, WFN caller. I, li- I like the, the way you went about it, Bob Sacamano. I have this friend, Bob Sacamano, and uh, he thinks that uh, he's not that good. Yeah, I know. Two Bill Belichick's here. This is Chris Gabe again. Um, He coached 11 seasons without him, which is an eternity. He has eight losing seasons and just one wild card win uh, with the Cleveland uh, Browns. He didn't need to win Super Bowls without Brady, but he needed to compete, and he didn't. Well, I... It was a couple of years. He made the playoffs with Mac Jones the first year, and then Mac Jones sucks. Like I don't know what else. Mac Jones is a terrible quarterback. I don't think anyone would have made the playoffs with the way Mac Jones was playing. He was terrible. And now we'll see if he goes somewhere else. Yeah, he's got to win, or it'll tarnish his legacy a, a little bit. But he still he went to nine. Nothing will make him a bad head coach. Nothing will change the framework of what he is. Matt and Massapeka, what's up, Matt? Hey, what's going on? How you doing? Good. How are you, buddy? Good, good, good. So, uh, first of all, I'd like to talk about how uh, Evan Roberts, just small comment, Evan Roberts is a serial killer for bringing his tuna sandwich on the road to the uh, next <laughs> game. Well, but, um, I, I think serial killer is to... a bit strong, but I get your point. It's, uh, <laughs> to, and, and Subway, and I, I listen, I've, I haven't had Subway in a long time for whatever reason. Up by me, there's not where I live now. I don't see many of them. Uh, so I haven't had Subway in a long time, but Subway tuna was never my cup of tea. And the idea that you would get a Subway tuna fish sandwich when there's, especially in New York City where they were going to Brooklyn, right? I mean, there's a million places to get any any kind of sandwich. It's to get a Subway tuna fish and put it in the Subway. Now, there was a guy here, I won't say his name, but there was a, a person who worked here who who also used to love Subway tuna. And I worked with him for a couple of years. And I'll never forget, he would take, much like Evan, he would before work. He would get a tuna fish sub from Subway. Oh. He would he would put it in the refrigerator, and then when it came time to eat it, this is when we work at nights. And when it came when he wanted to eat it at like ten o'clock at night, he would put it in the microwave, and then have a oh. and then have a hot Subway tuna fish sandwich. Oh, yeah, God, I I could I, I'll never I could never understand that one. That was yeah, that's, a, that's a head scratcher. Yeah, he would have, that Subway sandwich would be in the fridge for five hours, then he'd take it out and microwave the hell out of it, and then have a hot tuna fish sandwich. Ugh. You know, I wish Carton and Evan were together because Carton would have roasted him. Oh, absolutely! No, Craig would have never have let him live that down. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. 
But uh, I just wanted to make a couple comments. Uh, going back to the last couple caller, uh, callers talking about um, Bill Belichick not being a head coach. I'm a Jets fan. I've been a Jets fan my entire life. And he's a great head coach. There's no two ways about it. Correct. You know, Matt, Matt Castle, you can make the exception of, you know, the, the organization was at the pinnacle of stability for any organization in possibly the history of the NFL. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe he was a product of that. But, but other than that, I mean, you know, Matt Jones, he brought, he brought Matt Jones and the, and the bunch to the, to the playoffs, but yeah. I digress. But um, the Jets, I wanted to talk about the Jets. I think that Aaron Rodgers needs to stop bringing in his buddies. You know, if we can get that Devontae Adams, great. But that's a little bit of a stretch. I think they should probably be a little more practical, go for a guy like Mike Evans, who's 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 battle-tested, playoff-tested, mm-hmm. get a veteran in there. And uh, have someone that can, you know, open things up for Garrett Wilson. Um, other than that, the defense is in great shape, and I think I think next year is with the healthy Aaron Rodgers, we'll see. But he needs to stay healthy. Oh, no question. And I think that, and I mean, listen, Devontae Adams. If they go get, and thank you for the call. I don't think Devontae Adams falls under the category of getting Rodgers buddies. Obviously, they have a history. Obviously, it's a wildly successful one. But Devontae Adams is a legitimately great player. Now, is he as great as he used to be? I don't know. And now that they went out and and stuck with Antonio Pierce, the feeling is he's pretty happy with that and that he'd likely want to stay where apparently he wanted to play uh, you know, with the Raiders. He wanted to go there. Part of it was to play with Carr, but also just to be a Raider. So now is would he want that trade? Would that work anymore? I don't know. I don't know how much I'd give up for him either. I don't love the idea of trading for him as opposed to – I agree with you. Uh, T. Higgins is available in free agency. Um, Mike Evans is available in free agency. There's a handful of wide receivers. I mean, Ridley had a you know a disappointing year. He's available in free agency. There are some options to go out there and get a free agent wide receiver or draft wide receivers. Uh, where I don't know if you have to go out and get trade for Adams, but I think the idea of 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 Rogers picking and choosing who he wants. Is over. I do agree with that. I don't. I, I don't think he would do that anymore. I think that was his first year to come in and establish him as the leader of the team, and then be able to you know have guys in the room. It's always important. I mean, it's not. I mean, Bill Belichick and Bill Parcells were notorious. They would bring their guys, even if the guys weren't that good anymore. They would bring their guys into the clubhouse and locker room to help the other players adjust to the new system. And so if Aaron Rodgers wanted guys that he knew knew the offense, guys that he knew how to deal with him, and guys who could help the rest of the team, that and that's really why Cobb was brought there. Cobb wasn't brought there to, you know, catch touchdown passes. What do you have one this year? The one this year? I mean, he was brought in to help establish what Rodgers expects from his wide receivers inside the wide receiver room. And I had no problem with it. But I think they're past that. I think they're a year into the offense. They're a year into this. They all understand, although he didn't play with them. They understand Rodgers a little bit better. I, I don't think that's something that's necessarily need to be done. And I wouldn't necessarily classify trading for Adams in that vein. Adams is a legitimately great player. All right, that's not Lazard. That's not, you know, uh, Tipman. That's not, you know, Timmy Boyle. That's not some of the guys that he brought there. Randall Cobb. Devontae Adams is a legitimate, excellent wide receiver. Is it a year too late to go get him? Do you feel that good that he's still at the top of his game? 
I would think that being reintroduced to Aaron Rodgers would, would help him a lot. He'd, he'd revert back to at least close to what he was. But is it worth it to trade first-round picks for him? I don't know. I don't know. But I wouldn't classify that as Rodgers getting his guys necessarily, even though it clearly would be his guy. Mike and Yonkers. What's up, Mike? Mike, you there? No, you're not. You just hung up on me. I don't like it. Mark in Long Island. Let's try Mark. What's up, Mark? How are you, Chris? I'm doing well, Mark. How are you? I'm good. You know, uh, you were talking about Belichick. I was. I'm a Jet fan. I'm mm-hmm. a lifelong Jet fan. Okay. But uh, Belichick loves the Giants. He's always loved the Giants. Yes, sir. If you hear him interviewed, and the, remember the time he did the interview with Parcells, and they was uh, they took the two of them to Giant Stadium. Yeah, I referenced it in my open. Yeah, a hundred percent. I the Bill, Bill and Bill, or Bill versus Bill, or something along those lines. I he remember. loves he loves the Giants. So loves it. When he, I, and he wouldn't even step foot in the Jets locker room. Remember right, that? Like, they were right. walking out like, "Oh, let's go see the Jets," and he's like, "Oh, we, I'm not going in there. We don't have to go there." Right. And if you've watched <laughs> him, if you've watched him through his career, I mean, I remember when he was with the Jets and he was supposed to be the head coach mm-hmm. and I wanted him in that job. I used to watch him when he was with Parcells as the Giants defensive coordinator. Guys and the like Jets a mad defense. scientist. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. No, absolutely. And you know, you had a caller a little while ago who uh was saying, Well I, I don't want him as general manager. You know, the guy was general manager on all these Super Bowl winning teams. He was. And he picked Tom Brady when Every other team in the league passed him over at least five times, some teams six times, and he picked Tom Brady. And then he made him the starting quarterback. Well, I don't know if he single-handedly picked Tom Brady. At that point, he wasn't the, you know, de facto, um, you know, god of of New England Patriots football yet. So I don't know if he he pretty much single-handedly picked Tom Brady. But, yes, he was part – he okayed it and recognized who Tom Brady was rather quickly. And it – Obviously, had to do with injury. I mean, it's not like he just decided to make him the starting quarterback. Uh, it was because of injury that he had to put him in there, and then they won football games. Uh, they even went, you know, back to um, what's his name in the championship game, and then went to Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, yeah, he recognized real quick what Tom Brady was. And, and look, and Belichick yep. gets credit for it. They went to nine Super Bowls. Of course, I mean, it's ridiculous to try and dismiss what he was. That he was part of that, that any coach could have taken that Tom Brady team and won Super Bowls is ridiculous. You know, Chris, I thought for the Giants' sake, uh, if if uh, Belichick signed with Atlanta or someplace else, next year, if Dable, if they're finished with Dable, I don't know that they will be, mm-hmm. but, you know, this year after Hopefully the season, not, yeah. There was, all this, there was all this palace intrigue, you know, with the defensive coordinator being let go and all that. Yes. So I don't know that maybe maybe he'll stay for a long time. But if they let Dable go next year and Belichick signs someplace else, in my opinion, his first choice would always be the Giants. I don't. Yeah, but once he signs a contract with someone, he, you 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 would think he would work his way out of the contract with say Atlanta, which is the only team he's really been connected to. You think if he signs with Atlanta after one year of the job with the Giants opens up, he'll try and get his way to New York. No, I don't. No, I know. I, I well, think when I think, he signs the contract, he's yeah. going to stay wherever he goes. Of course. So I think the point would be then you would feel like the Giants are kicking themselves because for one more year, Brian Dable uh, cost them a chance of getting Bill Belichick. I think that would be the so if Bill if they if Bill Belichick goes to Atlanta, and then Brian Dable's an out and out disaster like he was this year, and it, it completely implodes again, and the Giants are moving on from him and looking for a new head coach, they're going to be kicking themselves because they had an opportunity to just do it now and get Bill Belichick. Like that would be the fear. The fear is you blew a chance to get Bill Belichick for one more year. This guy, 
who just, again, is screaming and yelling at everybody and no one wants to work for him, and he lost connection with the team, and, you know, the quarterback he drafted was a bust, or Daniel Jones fell flat again, and it's just been a disaster, and he doesn't, you know, that kind of thing. If they have another miserable season like this, you're going to be kicking yourself that you didn't just make the decision now and hire Bill Belichick. But who knows? We never know who's going to be available. You never know who's going to be available. Who knows? Next year, Nick Saban throws his hat in the ring. He's tired and just sitting around doing whatever he's doing, and he wants to get back into the head coaching ranks. And then you hire Nick Saban. I don't know. Not that he was a very good head coach at Miami, but he'd be someone that the Giants would definitely consider. Lou in Asbury Park. What's up, Lou? What's up, Chris? How we doing? I'm doing well, man. How are you? Good. Real quick, Belichick would leave the Falcons for dead for the Giants, just like he left the Jets. He'd do it in two seconds. I don't okay? think so. If push comes to shove, but but getting back to Belichick, um, not, not not only is Belichick the best head coach of all time, but he's also the best general manager of all time. Okay, um, hmm. Scott Pioli and those guys drafted Brady, but what Belichick was able to do in New England, and I've been a fan of them for about twenty eight years. Okay, and I watched it single handedly. He had three tiers to that team. All right, and he had one really 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 bad trade. All right, yeah. but the good things that he did was he always drafted non-skill position players, defensive line, linebackers. I mean, guys like Richard Seymour, Vincent Wilfork. I mean, just, just, just long-time Pro Bowl defensive line, offensive line linebackers. He was an amazing pro scout, yeah. okay? Finding guys like Wes Welker, Rex Burkhart, finding, finding those guys like Chris Hogan, okay? And then the icing on the cake was always fixing that team and getting that veteran guy, that Darrell Revis, that Randy Moss, that uh, Stephon Gilmore, it, it, it was always it was always putting those 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 last pieces together for that team. Mm-hmm. All right, now the only thing that he couldn't do, all right, and this is a fact, he actually drafted more you know NFL players that are now head coaches uh, than he did one thousand yard receiving wide wide receivers. All right, the mm-hmm. guy just could not draft a, a skill position player. He couldn't. He drafted Edelman, uh, leaving tight ends out, all right, because he had that one year with Gronk and and um, um, Aaron Hernandez, all right. Um, I mean, Edelman was a quarterback coming out of Penn State. That that was. I mean, he just threw something to the ceiling there. But the guy and, and it caught up to him. And as the game changed, his inability to draft skill position players, mm-hmm. and this is what you see. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. Um... I don't know about the greatest GM of all time. I'll leave it at quarter. I'll leave it at head coach. But I don't disagree with you. I think for a long time he wasn't. I look at the success. You can't have the success he had being the GM and the head coach and not call it. I mean, he was a great GM and he was a great head coach. I think you're right. It's been years now, and there's been an issue. I mean, you know, he's drafted certain wide receivers ahead of other wide receivers that just make you scratch your head. Um, he's struggled. And I think over the last couple of years, I just think I would no longer want him to focus on that. I would rather have him just come in and head and coach the head, uh, coach the team. Obviously he'd be a part of the decision-making, but I don't want him to have to worry about doing both. And he hasn't been as good at both. The talent evaluating for the Patriots has not been as good in the last couple of years. I think it's, it's reasonable that it's passed them by. And I still think he can coach, but I would, I would, no longer allow him. I wouldn't want him to run the whole show. I wouldn't want to. Would I do it to get him into the building to be the head coach? It depends on the franchise. It depends on where they are. 
I would feel better about it if, like you mentioned, his skill positioning. If if I knew I had skill positioning, like for example, if he's going to go to Atlanta, I actually think Atlanta, besides the quarterback, has good skill positions. Uh, position. I think the running back. I think B. John Robinson is is terrific. I think Pitts, if used correctly, is a talented tight end. Uh, London can be a good wide receiver. You can add a couple of guys in free agency or something. Like I feel like I'm I'm pretty good with that. He would really I think he would turn that Atlanta defense into the best in that division next year. And I the only thing would be can he find the quarterback? Can he find the quarterback? And would you go via the draft? Would you go you know, I mean it sounds like Cousins will probably go back to Minnesota, but would you do something like that? Would you go pay a Cousins? Would you go Take a chance on. I, someone mentioned this yesterday to me about where they could see um, Wilson going. Could you go? Could you go trade for Russell Wilson? Could you go do something like that and bring a quarterback here? Hey, he, the relationship he's had with Jimmy G, right? Jimmy G was going to take over for Tom Brady. You bring Garoppolo there. I, I don't. I don't think much of Garoppolo, but it's a relationship that worked. He played. You know, pretty. He won some games for Belichick there. And he's really won a lot of games in the NFL. Let's be honest. As bad as we all think he is, he's won some games. Uh, so I could see that. Like, but so ultimately, yeah, if the, if, if you're going to an offense, a team with an offense, that's the reft of skill position, I'd be hesitant to allow Bill Belichick to be my GM because he's, he's whiffed on, on offensive skill players. There's no doubt about it. But if I, if I was a place where I had something in, in place where I felt good about my offensive skill positions, uh, and particularly if I already had a quarterback, I would have no problem allowing Bill Belichick to come in and do both. But I'm I'm surprised if Bill Belichick, and if they haven't already made the decision in Atlanta to hire him, I mean, and it sounds like there's a problem between him and the front office, it sounds like Bill still wants the power. And if that's the case, I think it limits his options on where he can go. 877-337-6666. But I hope, I hope that he doesn't get hired and it becomes a viable option for the Giants next year and it becomes a driving force for Dable and Shane to understand that they better do something right here, right now to make sure they solidify their jobs and prove that they're worthy of them. And there's no better way to prove you're worthy of your job than to do what they did in Buffalo and draft and develop a quarterback. This happened. You talked about it on The Fan. And the ball game's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, 134-ish right here on The Fan. 877-337-6666. 877-337-6666. A lot of talk. Bill Belichick getting a lot of talk here on the fan. The coaching carousel as Harbaugh picks what I think most people feel is the best coach, uh, the best team and the best vacancy uh, to go win now in the L.A. Chargers. Obviously, Herbert, uh, he, was obvi- he played for Oregon while uh, Harbaugh was at Michigan, so he probably has a good idea on these young quarterbacks. And they've been one of the more disappointing and underachieving teams since they drafted him. I mean, since he hit the scene, uh, it was pretty obviously he could throw the football and is a super talented young quarterback in this league. But they have underachieved just on a massive scale. One of the more disappointing teams in the NFL this year in particular. Uh, they fired their coach, Staley, who was just uh, did a horrendous job uh, and could never get that defense. I mean, the offense too, obviously, but the defense – was just atrocious to them, and he was a defensive guy. So I think Harbaugh comes in, immediately changes things. I think you're going to get the best out of uh, Herbert and this offense. It's a great hire. 
Uh, someone who played the game, obviously, ended his career as a, as a quarterback in San Diego with the Chargers, now comes back full circle and takes over the head coaching job of the Chargers. He's going to be in the room when they hire a GM. And I think they're set up for a long-term success, but it leaves right now where Bill Belichick goes because it's been, you know, he's been linked to Atlanta for too long for it not to already have happened. I mean, there's something up there. Someone's unhappy. There's something where they're not, they've hit a roadblock on some sort of issue and why he's not already the Falcon head coach. So we'll see. And it does leave some options open for him to take a take a year off and possibly work his way to the New York Giants. I don't think I think the Jets would be a, a possibility too, except that he despises the franchise. But a lot of jobs could open up next year. Buffalo could open up next year. Uh Philadelphia could open up next year. Dallas could clearly open up next year. I mean, who knows? Who knows what could happen in the next year? So we'll see. But right now for the Giants, for me, it's about drafting a quarterback and giving this current regime a little bit of uh, leash that would help them secure their job security. That's for sure. If they could draft and develop a young quarterback. My man Rocco in Saratoga. What's up, Rocco? Hey, how are you doing, C-Mac? How I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm always doing fab, you know. Of course, fabulous. Did your wife ever find her birth certificate? Uh, Not that I know of. Okay. coming up. Tomorrow, she's bringing me a big ziti and a rotisserie chicken. A big ziti and a rotisserie exactly. chicken. Look at you. Yeah, yeah. Got to eat. Got to well, eat. Clearly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't I, go out every night. I don't really? Go out I'm surprised. Every... Yeah, I don't know. Hey, come on. I don't want to wear myself out. Well, I you know? understand that. I just figured you and the I figured you and the Irish twins would be out hitting up Saratoga on, uh, on no, a nightly basis. One of the twins is back home in North Carolina. Ah. Yeah. But yeah, she's the green eyed girl is in North Carolina. The other one I'll take out for dinner tomorrow. There you go. Uh, yeah, you know, one at a time. One at, one a, at time. a time. That's we'll all see. I can take. That's <laughs> all I can take. She's brown eyed. She's brown eyed, but beautiful. I'm sure she uh, is. As a matter of fact, the green eyed sister thinks that her sister is more beautiful than her. She said she's so beautiful. Yeah. 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 So you can't go wrong, right? No, you can't <laughs> go wrong with a couple Irish sisters. You take your pick. No, that's right. Pick one, pick the other. You're winning every day. That's it. Hey, but anyway, C-Mac, let's talk some sports. Hey, how the, how's the family? How's Tommy doing? They're Good? doing great. Yeah, let's talk some sports. <laughs> okay, let's talk some sports. No, yeah, it, was just, it, was, it was just funny. He said, let's talk some sports. I went right to my family. The kids are great. Thank you for asking. Everyone's yeah, doing okay. well. And, yeah, good. Uh, Michigan sports pages of burning they're on fire everything's happened there the lions you got Harbor. they need a new coach at michigan mm-hmm. and and most importantly the pistons won a game the i know pistons, <laughs> that, that's incredible that has to be the headline definitely yeah. on the top of the detroit free press pistons win pistons win you know that supersedes everything i'm else. sure that's the biggest story going on in, in michigan right now oh no it's gotta be gotta be nah but actually just being a little facetious sure, yeah. I got you. Good, yeah good hire by san diego i'm surprised they spent the money you know how cheap they are over there that's why they get inexperienced coaches to come in that do nothing because they've crapped out they haven't coached before but it didn't cost them any money right, right. that family i mean that's cheap. why initially a lot of people didn't see harbaugh as a fit because of, of that exact reason but I mean, it's it's a good job. It's a it's it's a great hire. Uh, it's a good job by yep. uh, by uh, Spanos. Uh, right. 
It's it's. I mean, yeah. he he just brought in and thank you for the call, Rocco. He just brought in one of the best head coaches in in the league. He 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 instantly changed the perception of that team. He's instantly changed the vibe of that team. He's brought in a, a program builder. He's brought in someone who's worked with every single quarterback and been successful, whether it be Luck at Stanford, whether it be Alex Smith and Colin Kaepernick in San Francisco. He just won a national championship with J.J. McCarthy. I mean, he has been – he's going to immediately change everything about that team. And I just – it's funny because I just I, – I knew when I was going on the rant – about the Jets and this weak AFC and how I feel that it's not nearly as good as people thought it would be. I knew that that was possible because now with Herbert with a legitimate head coach, you feel different about the Chargers. There's no doubt about it. Rich and Brick, what's up, Rich? Hey, Chris, how's it going today? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm one of those people that you're going to scratch your head about, but I've got numbers to back it up. Okay, let's go. If I'm the Falcons, I'm going to pass on Belichick. Okay, why? For three reasons. My reasons are, number one, is, unfortunately, his age. And you get him set in at 71 right now, mm-hmm. and maybe he has been there for about five years. Okay? Then another coaching staff comes in and has to tear everything up and go it all over again. Vrabel, he has a, you know, over the his coaching record, he's got a 585 coaching record. Mm-hmm. He's younger, yep. and he's much more in demand. Plus, he has a chance for stability. He could get his you know, quarterback in there and do the same thing that Bill has done. Well, I mean, I, I think it's, it's a little bit much to say he could do the same thing that Bill has done. What Bill has done is something we've never seen before in the NFL. So I think that's, you know, that's a... A, a lofty okay. goal. That's a lofty goal set for Vrabel. But I mean, I agree with you. I think Vrabel is a tremendous head coach, and I agree with you in the stability. Now, ultimately, five years is a long time in the NFL. So if you can get five, six years out of Belichick, and hopefully one of them would be a Super Bowl year, I don't think you'd be. I don't think you'd be gone. Geez, I could have hired someone who'd been here for around longer. Five years is a long time, and if it comes with winning, you'd feel pretty good about it. But I do agree with you uh, that Vrabel is younger. Vrabel could give you the next ten to fifteen years. He could be a Har- uh, J- he could be a John Harbaugh or a um, you know uh, what's going on with um, in Pittsburgh, and you could have this long tenured success at much more likely than you could with Belichick. And Vrabel has been tremendous. Don't if you listen to my pick segment, I pick Tennessee almost every time they're underdogs because Vrabel always has his team ready to go. Uh, I love Vrabel. I would not if I if they end up hiring him, I'm not going to complain. I know I heard Sal talk about it's a disaster unless it's Belichick. I think it's a hard thing to call. I think it's a hard thing to hire Vrabel and call it a disaster. So I, I don't exactly. disagree with you. Vrabel's a great head coach, but you can't argue with what Bill Belichick has done. Vrabel's had some success, but I mean, he's had no, nowhere Correct. near the success. Did he? Did he even? No, did, I right. think he's, yeah. has he made the one? Did he make the one AFC Championship game? I know they were the one seed that year. For some reason, tells me they got knocked off. Did he make the championship game? Uh, Vrabel I'm with pretty, Tennessee. I'm- if he did, he, I mean, he clearly didn't play in a Super Bowl, so he's made maybe one championship game. They haven't really had a ton of postseason success. Uh, he's like th- three out of four in postseason games, as far as for you know for winning them. But I believe he made it to one yeah. AFC game that he got knocked off at. I'm sorry, one more time. I was getting Come some back. news. He did make one. He he in 2019 they made the AFC championship, lost to the Chiefs. So he's made one. Yeah. He's made one conference championship. Uh, it's not like they've had a, a ton of success there. So I mean, I mean, Bill Belichick went to eight, went to eight straight. That's true, and you can never take away what he did. 
But I just think that, you know, you'd be hard-pressed, you know, not to look at Vrabel with the youth and plus also, you know, the, the success that he's had. And with Belichick, you're giving up way too much at this point in time. And he hasn't shown any success as far as, you know, on what the you, GM side. What are you giving up? What are you giving up? Well, the front office. Right. They don't want to give up the control. Right. Someone in the front office clearly doesn't want to give up the control. And as of lately, Bill hasn't been doing that well as far as for picks and developing. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, certainly offensively. Defensively, still fairly good. Offensively has been a major problem. He hasn't been able to draft a skill position uh, in a long time. Um, I agree with that. Uh, and I Listen, again, totally agree. If, if the Falcons hire Vrabel, I, I think it's a hard thing to say, oh, wow, they blew it. I, I agree. That's how good he is. Um, but he's still not Belichick necessarily. And if you really want instant credibility and change your franchise around, uh, I, you can't go wrong with either. But I think it's a little little premature to go, oh, well, he's too old. He's too this. He's too that. He's Bill Belichick. And I'm surprised early on he had the second meeting. I mean, I'm surprised they haven't already done it. It makes me think they're not going to. And I don't disagree with you. I think Atlanta has done a decent job building that team other than the quarterback. The defense is solid. Uh, the offensive line's okay. Uh, I think, obviously, the running back, they have the skill possession. They have a, they have a, a legitimately uh, excellent running back. They have what I think has been an underused and, under, and misused, uh, legitimately good pass-catching tight end in pits. Uh, you know, London is, is a good player, and I think they're a far better team than what they've put forth. So... I could understand why they're like, hey, I know we haven't got you a quarterback yet, Mr. Blank, but like, we feel like we've built a pretty good roster here. And I could understand how Arthur Blank could feel that way. So if Belichick is you know, demanding his imprint on the front, aid, on front office or just want to, demanding you know, sweeping change, I can understand the hesitancy. And that's got to be what it is. I don't know what else it could be that's holding up this deal. And I don't know what Vra- Vrabel's just the head coach. Is Vrabel willing to come in and just be the head coach? I would think so. So it might be a better fit. There's no doubt about that. And Vrabel's a tremendous head coach. And if Vrabel's sitting out a year and and Dable falls or like or obviously it, it, it doesn't work with Aaron Rodgers, I would think both teams should run to hire Vrabel if he sits out a year. I don't think he will, though, because he's been connected to the Panthers. I think he's going to want to get right back in the league. So I doubt very much he'd be sitting there. I think there's a chance Bill Belichick takes a year off now. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Pete and Whitestone, what's up, Pete? Hey, Chris, how are you, bud? Good, bud. How are you? Talk, talk a little Jets nonsense. <laughs> Let's talk some Jet nonsense. We've talked a lot of giant nonsense. I'm open to Jet non- nonsense. Good, good. Well, I mean, I'm I'm watching this team since guys that you don't even know played, like Jerome Barkham and John Riggins. And, mm-hmm. You know, I, I got to tell you. And I hate to be this guy, but the fan, the Jet fan base, is the biggest bunch of know-it-all, know-nothings that I've ever heard in my life. They're so in denial and clueless. Like the guy before calling about getting Devontae Adams. Like, what do you think happened? Why do you think Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles tendon four plays into the season? Because he was running for his life from the beginning, from the first snap of the season. I I that was before. I disagree. And that was before Vera Tucker got hurt. I disagree with you. He didn't get he didn't get hurt because he was running for his life. I mean, come on. It's 
You can't was, say I that mean, four like, snaps in. No, he wasn't. He didn't even complete a play. Yeah, but that's because his Achilles went. I mean, that's that's avoiding pressure of a. Of the, you could have. Show, who's the, the in your estimation? Who's the in your estimation? Who's the best the best offensive line in football? The 49ers. Dallas, da, Dallas has the 49ers, best. Forty nine is Dallas. Fine. All right, watch yeah. the games. I will tell you that that play and avoiding the rush on the level that Rodgers avoided the rush happens three, four times a game with every offensive line in football. Oh, no doubt. So, but I mean, I, what so what are you going to do you know, you, un, until you build no, no, a, you, you, Good luck building an offensive line that allows zero pressure. I mean, they don't exist. It uh, doesn't exist. Uh, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying zero pressure, but most of these guys were turnstile. I mean, they have to pick. The first pick has to be. They have to go all in on offensive line. I don't disagree. You well, you, it depends. You, it depends on their grading. You can't. I think, you, you can't trade that pick away for for Devontae Adams. You have to draft an I offensive lineman. That yeah. I agree with. I, I mean, am not. I am not trading that this year's first round pick for Devontae Adams. Maybe and, and maybe you, next year. And then year's, you go free agency for for wide receivers. I don't disagree. You go for Adams. You know. Yeah. You I go don't. for for uh, Mike Evans or, or one of those guys or T Higgins. You know. T. Higgins, whoever. I mean, I like Mike Evans because he's a 50-50 battler. Like, they don't have that guy. They mm -hmm. don't have the guy that can go up with the defender and knock him on his ass and catch the ball and get him out of the yeah, way. I mean, I don't All know. their defenders get moved off. Yeah, I don't, they, I don't know. Gary, did you see Gary Wilson's uh, one-handed grab in the end zone? He went up for a ball and knocked it to the other hand. I mean, he's capable. He hasn't. No, no, I'm talking. Well, I'm talking about, like, when a guy's on him. Yeah, you know, I, like but what I'm saying is, is we haven't seen what Garrett Wilson's completely capable because the quarterback who plays with him sucks. So uh, he might Absolutely be he might be, he might be more of that guy than you think he is. Is what I'm saying. So we'll see. But I Garrett, agree with you. I don't. Garrett Wilson's gonna Garrett Wilson's gonna get mad balls thrown to him Absolutely. once he has somebody to take the heat off him. He's got. They, I, they I, know he's they, he's the target every time. You know. It's yeah, like, I, I don't. Well, but, I don't know that. I mean, I, I I don't think they target him enough, Pete. To be quite honest with you. But I just hate that narrative. I hate your first comment. I hate it. Not that I hate you, Pete. We're cool. But I hate that first comment. That for the running for his life. It's four snaps in, and it was a it was a chop block. The play was called to get rid of the ball quickly. That was the the design of the play. It was to get rid of the ball quickly. The offensive lineman uh, chop block or go down to get the hands down of the defensive end so that you can throw the ball quickly. Like that was the design of the play, and Aaron Rodgers decided to try and hold on to the ball and wait for a better option, and running for the play and avoiding the rush, popped a hamstring. He didn't have his, he didn't, you know, he didn't break a collarbone being, you know, thrown into the ground. And I don't care what happened four plays in, you can't tell me he was running for his life. It was four plays, four plays, and again, show me the offensive line that doesn't allow any pressure. If Aaron Rodgers is going to get hurt on every play that looks like that, then Aaron Rodgers isn't going to play next year. It doesn't, that's plain and simple. That was not running for his life. He's supposed to get rid of the ball quickly, and he has to. He, and I, he knows that, and he's going to be better at it. I think that was the first game he was looking to make a play. He needs to know, get rid of the ball quickly, which I think he does, and ultimately he will make the offensive line better. Do the Jets absolutely 100% need to draft an offensive lineman 10th overall? No. No. If there is a legitimate top, you know, wide receiver that they believe is higher on their board, if some of those offense, if the two offensive tackles from uh, from Penn State and Notre Dame go off the board before ten, and they're staring at uh, what they believe is another number one wide receiver, draft the wide receiver. If uh, the uh, I'm terrible with names sometimes. If the pass catching tight end from Georgia is uh, Bowers is a 
Exactly. I should remember Bowers. If Jack Bowers is available, I know it's not Jack Bowers. So I'm just going to say it. If Bowers is available 10 and they have him higher on the list and they believe he can change the offense and they have designs for him being impactful in the offense, I have no problem with that. But I have no problem with the tackle either. I think you could draft. I certainly would go offense. Unless they really believe there's a, a defensive player that they have as a top five grade falls to them at 10, maybe. You, you, I, you know. But to me, I'm looking to improve the offense. So, yes, I would draft a tackle, but I would also draft a wide receiver. I would also draft a pass-catching tight end. I would draft anything I could, what I think is the best grade at a position that can help Aaron Rodgers. That's what I would do. It doesn't have to be a tackle. It doesn't have to be an offensive lineman. There's other, there's later, there's other picks in the draft. There's other ways to go about it. I agree there's some guys in free agency at the wide receiver position where you feel you might be able to fit that need a different way, but I'm open to anything, anything offensively for the Jets at number 10. But I just I hate the narrative that he was hurt because of a bad offensive line, and I disagree. I think an, off, I think an offensive weapon at wide receiver can help him just as much as an offensive lineman. I don't think it has to be... Fix the offensive line. Like, I'm just so tired of that narrative. Oh, so me too, Biggie. Aren't me you too. right, Dom? Dom, we're tired of it, Dom. Dom oh, in the thank cove. You, What's up? Thank you, Biggie. I love you. Biggie on the line. That's what we need. Biggie on the line of the Jets. Solve all your problems. Yeah, I, listen, hey, listen. I was an, I, I played center. I was, a, I was an all-conference and uh, all-county offensive lineman. I'll help the Jets right now. There you go. You'd be just like Chicken Cutlet Boy. Put him in, and he'll prove everybody wrong, and he'll be a superstar, right? Absolutely. You got nothing to lose. That's nothing, the dog. I mean, Always yeah. bet on the underdog. I'm Craig, in the prime of my life at 40 years old. What's going on? You look good. You look great. I see you losing it. You're working out. I know you're working out. I'm trying. What's up, big guy? Listen, three things I want to hit on. Please give me a little time. You need a button to hit for all the guys wasting time. Because it gets a little old. Like, you ever been to the Apollo where they have the guy come out with the hook, yes. the clown, and he gets all the goofballs off the stage? Yes. You and K-Mac need a button to get all the strunzes off the line. All right. So well, let's hope I don't start with you, Don. Would no, no, no. I'll go to my next point. Next point. Next point. Next point. Next point. Next point. Go ahead. The Ravens, are they a dog or a favorite? Oh, they're a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Favorite? All right. Take the Ravens and the Lions. On the with the points and then on the money line, he'll mm-hmm. be good this weekend. Okay, that's my so pick like, of the you week. Like, you like Denver? You like Detroit on the money line? Yes. Yeah, yep. I, and I, I actually like, think that's a smart play. Are they getting points too against uh, San Fran? They're getting a touchdown. They're getting seven points. Seven. Yeah. How could you not take the money line and the points? That's a that's a best pick. That's yeah. a well, guaranteed we'll get, money. Okay. Uh, there's nothing. There's no. There's no such thing as guaranteed that's money. Guaranteed. We'll get to it. That's, okay. Put the house on it. Put the house. Uh, don't on do that. It. We all know. For the those lines. of you out the there listening, the Lions are going to the Super Bowl. We all okay. know that. Okay. We all know it. My boy Laporte is a beast. I love Laporte from Iowa. Very good. Yeah. Now I want to give playing, a little. He's been playing through this knee injury. I mean, if it seems like he was a walk on. You know, he was a walk on Iowa. Yeah. Right? He didn't even get a scholarship. He was a walk on. Amazing. But I mean, right now he's dealing with a knee injury. He walks off the field limping. You're like, oh geez, there goes Laporte. Two plays later, he's he's 40 yards down the field catching a pass. You're like, good God, this guy's a monster. But Chris, some guys are gamers. I agree. Some guys are, are savages. I agree. And, out, and we'll get into the play. games and and some of the concerns and and things I like about the game. But I I wouldn't be so sure. I like betting them on the money line. Uh, because I think they have a legitimate chance, and at, and at plus seven, I think and you they, edge it with the point. But I and do I, edge it with the point. Yeah, but I, I do. I don't. Know, I'm, I'm. I think the 49ers. It doesn't. We'll get to the game later. But okay, what's your third point? All then? right. 
My third point, well, I got actually two. My buddy Nico Regini from Iowa, from East Haven, Connecticut. Hopefully he gets drafted with his boy Laporta. But that's my other one. And my buddy Matt taking a test tomorrow for the Pipe Fitters Union job. I want to give him prayers, Ovina, and I hope everybody, you know, could send him a little love. And, you know, he needs everything he gets. All right. Well, good luck. And, Dom, I love your first suggestion of just getting rid of people. And, unfortunately, you fit right into the category. I mean, right into the category. You give, I mean, you're giving out, you're giving out shout outs to people taking the steam fitters test, which by all means, good luck. I have no, good luck. I do wish you well, but not the call we're looking for. Eight seven, Dom, I love you in the cove. Call back with something a little more substantial. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. It was your recommendation for me to cut people off, Dom, and so I did.